0: Hello and welcome to your weekly diary episode. Now, I know you're used to these coming to you from beautiful Byron Bay, but I've just moved to LA, so these episodes will now be coming to you from the land of dreams. I'll be sharing all things LA life, places I go, people I meet, and things I do, all in a bid to inspire you to have the courage to chase your own dreams. Big love from LA, the City of Angels. Hello, welcome to your LA Friday Diary Podcast. As always, I've collected all the new stuff I've tried and there's been quite a lot. I feel like I've got a lot to cover in this episode. So I think we're just going to go through it all. I'll give you a little update of LA life. I did a Trader Joe's shop as well yesterday, so I've got like packets of things and new things that I've tried that I've never even heard of before. So I've kind of really just, you know, thought, oh, try it for the potto Lola. So I think I'll start with – I've got so many updates for you. I've got a Whole Foods update. I've got foodie updates. I've got adventure updates. I've got acting updates. Holy mackerel. Okay. Focus LB. You can tell I'm caffeinated, can't you? I always like to record these quite caffeinated and sometimes when I do ads caffeinated, bosses like, you need to chill out and do that later in the day. <laughs> anyway, okay, cracking myself up here. I'll start off with acting school stuff. So I think I told you last week I'm putting up a new scene at acting school. It's a Woody Allen 80s movie. I play a character called Hannah from a movie called Hannah and Her Sisters. It's a lot of fun, uh, and it's the way that it's written is there's a lot of like I've got my script here actually, but there's a lot of stumbling, and so it's actually been kind of hard to learn the lines. Like my character goes like, "Well, no, I, I, I know, I, I just uh, like." No, I. Uh, 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 you know, I, I. I didn't. I didn't know you sung. So there's a lot of like that, and I have a full like a monologue like that as well. So it's kind of been tricky and challenging to learn because it's completely different to what I'm used to. And although it's kind of like a dark comedy, my character is like this really, really straight character trying to hold all the chaos together. So it's been awesome but definitely um, has been a lot of fun as well. Uh, Other cool stuff I've done to help acting schoolmates, uh, a friend had an audition in an Australian accent so I read her sides, so script, and it was for like a video game so I literally had to be like, oh, wow, check out this ripper. Like it was all very like colloquial Aussie things, but in like really excited sound bites. So that was fun. I also helped a mate film a self tape, um, which is cool. Like I'm used to doing that back home for myself or getting boss to do it for me. So that was just cool because I haven't got a manager here yet. So I haven't been auditioning. I've literally just been focusing on training my little butt off and just like upping my skill set because you're in the melting pot of acting here. And then I've been potting, like recording lo- pods with local people based in LA. So that's kind of been my main drive. And as soon as I finish this pod, I've got to approve the final pages of the manuscript. Um, I think I told you last week I have got a flight home. I'm really nervous because every time I look at the news in Australia, I get really anxious. So I'm really, my heart goes out to Aussies, but I really also feel like, oh, I hope it's open. My book, my book doesn't launch till November 1st. So we've got some time for the vaccine rollout and whatnot. But, yeah, it, I, I hope everyone in Australia is doing okay because I imagine it's a really, really confronting and scary and, and I think sometimes lonely time. Like I forget that when we were in Victorian lockdown, you know, boss and I had one another. And I think that'd be, that'd feel really different if you were single or didn't have a pet. Like, I think pets are amazing and game changers, especially in this time. My dad's a vet and he said that like puppy, puppy people buying puppy, puppy sales, I guess you'd call it, went through the roof during last year's Victorian lockdown. Uh, what else? Oh, I, I, I wrote some notes down. To for you from um, acting school because I was like, hang on, there's so much stuff that is so interesting and cool that you wouldn't need to um, be an actor to to like them. So I just made a few quick notes for you. Be specific. Keep the stakes high. Go after it hard. Don't forget to play fully. Commit land the power never block your face that's an old theater technique of like if you're drinking or something like don't block your face in a scene bring the charm find the typographies so that's like the different levels and layers of the scene phys- physically uh, i'm pretty sure um doings beha- uh, equal oh so in action acting school doings equal behaviors actions equal intentions i mean that's different too. that's Technically similar to real life, but it feels very active advice. Uh, Get used to being stopped and started, like being directed by a director on set. It says feel it, be touched by it, be moved by it. So that comes from active listening connect with what you're talking about. See, it's kind of like cool stuff for real life. Uh, the other thing was um, after class we all go to a bar across the road and have a little drink and last week Ivana came. So Ivana Chubbik, who is the author of The Power of the Actor, which is our textbook, came. So she's like the queen bee of the whole school and they're, you know, Trabic teachers all over the world, and she is Ivana Tropics. That was really cool. That was, and I'm actually auditing her tonight. So I'm going to her masterclass to see that all come together, which is really exciting. Okay, so that's acting school notes for you. Uh, what do I want to talk about? I've had some food adventures. So I think I'll talk about the food adventures and then I'll go into like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. So uh, my friend Isabel came to town and she messaged me one night and was like, do you want to go to dinner? I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So we went to this place. She goes, what cuisine? I said, Japanese or Mexican. And we went to this Japanese place called Sushi Park. It's like all underground and not underground but like it's a bit of a hidden gem so I'm probably – blowing the lid on something and like every week you see celebrities getting papped there like Bieber and Haley were there a couple of days before we were there. Gwyneth Paltrow goes there, Jay-Z and Beyonce go there. Yeah, Charlie's Theron goes there like it's um the kind of place to go for sushi. It's set menu so you go in and they just bring it out to you. All the little mini courses, it's so Delicious! The entire uh, kitchen team, like all the chefs, have got Dodgers caps on, which is really cute. And I didn't know this, but I read about it after. They've got baseball playing on a loop at all times. I had no idea. Uh, and then um, it was so good. You tell the the people bring the food out to you. Tell them when you're eighty percent full, and so we did that. And then I tried this dessert that I'd never had before. I mean, you might laugh at me because you're probably like, yeah, of course I've had it. It's called Moki, M-O-C-H-I, Moki, and it's like a a Japanese ice cream covered in this like rice dough and they're gluten-free, which is great. Uh, But, yeah, we had a a green tea flavour and a strawberry flavour and it was so yummy. A cut to I found them at Trader Joe's and bought two boxes and had them in one day. But anyway, it, yeah, the Sushi Park, amazing. It's like a, a very who's who-y, celeb-y kind of place, but um, everyone here is masked. I think I mentioned last week the Los Angeles mask mandate is completely back because Delta's going bananas here. So we are all in masks right now, which I think is, uh, like I, I feel more comfortable with it. Uh, So, yeah, when you go to dinner, of course, you walk in wearing your mask, you exit leaving your mask, and then when you sit down, you keep your mask on until food or drinks arrive and then you're allowed to take your mask off. Uh, The next day we went to a place called Cha-Cha Matcha. It's incredible. It's on Robinson. I'd never been to Robinson before, which is like a beautiful high-end shopping strip. It's where the iconic Ivy is, which is like this beautiful restaurant that was Hacked. But we went to this matcha place. I've never been a matcha girl, to be completely honest with you, but my friend's really into it. Isabel's really into it anyway. And so we got this drink. It's called the Purple with a shot of matcha. So it's lavender, CBD, and then the matcha shot on a base of macadamia milk. But you can pick macadamia, almond, oat, whatever you want. But the macadamia was just like super creamy and delicious. Uh, so yummy and there's different flavours. Like you can get the blue spirulina with collagen, like really, really yummy, really cool and like you get it ice, or well, you don't have to get it ice. but I got it an iced and it was so good, so refreshing. Definitely want to go back there. We also went to Grazius Madre. You know I've been there before. That is a plant-based plant based Mexican, and I'm pretty sure the same owners of Cafe Gratitude, which I've talked about before, which is a vegan cafe. And um, we both got ordered the same thing. It's called a wet jackfruit taco, and it's and we also got guac and chippos, and then a, a really yummy fresh watermelon juice, which bizarrely goes so beautifully with the flavours of Mexico, you know, that real, like, spicy and warm. Uh Really good, really, really, really uh, yummy. And I was like, what's a wet taco? So it literally is just... It's you eat it with a knife and fork. You don't kind of hold it in your hands like a normal taco. It's it's actually called a wet burrito, sorry. It's a so it's comes out like on a big plate. It's got like all saucy things and avocado on top. And then the meat bit is literally made from jackfruit, which I know is common in the vegan world, but it it's got the texture of almost like a pulled pork or almost like a tuna. It's very interesting, very yummy, and then there was black beans inside and rice. So good. We were very full after I had zero self control and finished my cleaned up my whole plate. Really yummy, but we were too full to get desserts because the desserts there are insane. I've had some delicious coffee. I've had um, iced Americanos from Maru. I think it's called Maru. Yeah, that's my local coffee spot. And a cold brew. Cold brew is my new fave, guys. So an iced Americano is like a shot of espresso and then they put water. At, whereas a cold brew is like actually brewed over a long period of time cold and that's delicious here. So cold brew is my new go-to order and I just order it black. That said, I went out for um, coffee yesterday with a few acting buds, acting school buds, and I got uh, a hot oat latte. It was really yummy. It's just that it's really hot here so you're it's more enjoyable to drink ice drinks at the moment. I also tried great ice cream. So when I was in New York like well over 10 years ago, I interviewed, I had a YouTube, I've still got a YouTube channel but I don't use it as much now, but I interviewed Van Lewen Ice Cream. It was a van in New York in Brooklyn and it was an Aussie girl, Laura, and her husband at the time, Ben. I think they've since separated but they've still got the company together and are super close from from what I can see. And... They've got Van Leeuwen ice creams everywhere. Uh, they've even got like boxed ice creams and whatnot you can get at Whole Foods, so they're killing it. Anyway, um, we went in and tried it. So we got the waffle cone that they make hot on the spot. I got two flavours. One was brown sugar cookie dough or brown sugar chocolate cookie, I can't remember, and then the other one was banana pudding and then they put hot fudge on one and then warm caramel on the other. It was insane, so yummy, so delish and like proper old school ice cream. Very, very, very yummy, fun to try. Too. And that was in, at their Hollywood store. Cool, there's been some food experiences this week, hasn't there? Okay, so um, discovered some cool stuff at Whole Foods. I got Miracle Noodles again, which I haven't had in ages. I haven't used them yet, but they're just in my fridge. They last for ages. They're made from konjac. They're really, really high in fibre. And I just thought it might mix up. I was thinking of doing a cold noodle salad or something just to mix up all my little creations. Haven't had them yet, though, so I have to report back after I have them. I discovered at Whole Foods this really good stevia sweetened, no added sugar um, chocolate and the flavor I got was cookies and cream white chocolate style so so good so they're using erythritol I'm quite sure yeah erythritol to sweeten so that's an alcohol sugar so if you're allergic to fructose you won't be able to have this but I'm not allergic to fructose so it was so good the only regret I have is I ate the whole the whole thing in one go Uh, But anyway, the brand is called Lily's Less Sugar Sweet Life. Cookies and cream, white chocolate style, really great, really yummy. still contains dairy but is totally gluten-free. There is no added sugar. In fact, grams of sugar too, very small. Uh, The ingredients are pretty clean. Uh, It's like cacao, butter, erythritol. The cookie pieces are made from rice flour, cacao, does have a bit of canola in there, so if you're watching your oils. Um, when I say oils, like vegetable oils, um, sunflower extract, stevia, everything's non-GMO. Anyway, this the brand is called Lilies, L I L Y S, and it's got a little hummingbird on the apostrophe. Highly, highly recommend. Then they've got heaps of flavors too, but that's the first one I've tried. Oh, I saved this chocolate for you. I tried. Um, I've had this one before. I think it's my – it's the cleanest chocolate I've been able to find, even cleaner than that Lily's one. It's called – Lacanto, uh, it's the monk fruit one with the 55% cacao and I get it with almonds and that one reads super clean, no sugar alcohols and no alcohol uh, and no sugars, so they're using monk fruit to sweeten. So this is probably the bee's knees as far as like cleanest goes. Three net carbs, keto and vegan and I understand all the ingredients on the ingredient list. So it's like really nice and clean. I also would recommend that one. Um, no, stick to the Whole Foods haul first, LB. I was getting confused with Whole Foods and Trader Joe's for a sec. I feel like I'm missing. I know I... Oh, there it is. So I got some um, at Whole Foods, some protein bars that I hadn't tried yet. So, you know, I get bulletproof every now and then. They change their collagen... Collagen chalk chip cookie dough bar. It's a new recipe, much smaller bar, and less calories. Because I was like, "Oh, that seems like it's less calories than usual." Keto friendly. Eleven grams of protein. MCTL. Two grams of sugar. It tastes delicious. It's got that real. Of course, I my phone goes off when I um I never put my phone on. I always think I put my phone on silent and then I don't. Um, it's got that keto, high-fat kind of feel about it, which so do these next two bars. So the brand is Love Good Fats, 7 and 9 grams of protein, 2 grams of sugar, 5 net carbs. I got the flavour chocolate chip cookie dough and then I got lemon mousse. Both great, both really nice, both really good, both really clean, both gluten-free, both keto. Uh, the fats are sourced sustainably, which I think is really cool. And they've got a money-back guarantee. Very cool. They were good. Like I'd get them again if I – I've only seen them at Whole Foods because I went to Whole Foods on in West Hollywood opposite the Grove, which I hadn't been to in years. So that was kind of like a new experience in a way. Cool, cool, cool because I had to go to Apple at the Grove because my a part of my laptop charger died, which is the bit that I need to upload these pods. So I was like – to Matt, I was like, I'm on a mission. And I quickly like parked at Whole Foods, ran to the Grove, Apple, ran back to Whole Foods, ran to CVS. And then I um phone keeps going off. I don't know if you can hear that. It's on silent now. Um and so yeah, I had a mission. One RFO. Okay, Urban Remedy. I got this at Whole Foods. It's a little immune shot. Pineapple, lemon, ginger, turmeric cayenne all organic. They call it the turmeric revive shot, cold pressed, really good, highly, highly recommend. I just got that because I love trying little like fun things. Oh, I also, they've got at that Whole Foods, they've got a whole humongous fresh fruit and veggie section. A friend of mine said, try the fresh fruit and veggies at Whole Foods. They're really good. So I did my actual like week shop there um got everything and i wanted to compare the prices to trader joe's because as you know i always go to trader joe's and it worked out i got everything i would usually get at trader joe's for about $50 US uh and then i got it at whole foods and it was 65 so it is more expensive than trader joe's so i'll probably go to trader joe's 90% of the time and then 10 i'll duck into whole foods just if i you know there's something i really want to try there or you know whatnot, but they have this beautiful fresh seafood section, and I got some fresh Atlantic salmon, and I think it was really cheap. Like I got one, just one piece for dinner that night, and it was three dollars ninety five, and it was fresh from their fish market, which and it was really, really yummy. Uh, what else have I written here? Oh, I've I've ticked off everything on that Whole Foods list. Okay, so yesterday I went to TJ's Trader Joe's. I got a new one bar to try. It's the Cookies and Cream one. It was really, really nice. You know I have one bars a bit. Boss is sending me a new batch of Smart Bars from Australia because they're the cleanest. But these are really good for a happy medium, you know what I mean? Uh, I got these actually. I've got a box of them. I don't know why this was – I went to Trader Joe's hungry, and so when you go to – my mum always told me, don't shop hungry. But I bought these – um, Trader Joe's bars. They come in a little box. They're called P B and J. So peanut butter and jelly oat bars, totally gluten-free. I didn't read much of their inside. Um, I just was like, oh, they sound really yummy, and I'd always seen them. But they were kind of like a five out of ten. I didn't think they were that amazed. But um, they're basically it says soft and chewy oat bar with creamy peanut butter and strawberry filling. Sounds amazing, right? Wasn't that great. Five out of ten, wouldn't recommend. I did get something that was 10 out of 10, though. Heaps of people wrote to me and said try the Trader Joe's plantain chips. They look like banana chips, but they're not. They're not sweet. They are savoury. I think plantains are like big, long bananas, much longer than a cabin dish you get in Australia, and I think they're green. So – and the only ingredient was plantain. They call them plantains. It was plantains and the oil that they were obviously cooked in. But these were like chippies but they didn't feel too indulgent, um, really nice. And I had them with a dip that everyone keeps telling me about and people on the Trader Joe's were like – I follow all the like – Review pages for traders for traders. I actually follow them on the Lola Coffee page because I don't want all my algorithm to be food stuff. I'm like, oh, some days I'm like, I just want to see inspiring, like acting stuff. So I try to keep acting stuff on my page and then trade food stuff on the Lola Coffee page. Anyway, they have this dip and it's called Everything and the E L O T E. A loat or are you meant to just go E-L-O-T-E? So that's one of their famous seasonings. So we've talked about everything but the bagel seasoning. There's an everything but the bagel dip too, but this dip is like people have been writing to me about it. So Greek-style yogurt dip with corn, E-L-O-T-E, seasoning and grated cheese. So I had that with my plantain chippies, didn't I? Almost had the whole thing in one go but controlled myself. Really good. 10 out of 10, delicious, and thank you for the plantain chippo um, recommendation because it was really, really good. I don't think you can get plantain chippos in Australia unless you go to a Mexican restaurant, I'm pretty sure. Of course, I found in the freezer section after going out for Japanese and trying these mochi... So basically they're like ice cream, a little like round ice cream ball, really little, like bite size, and then it's got this rice dough around the outside of it. And so they're gluten-free, of course, danger. So I got two flavours to try. Purple yam, which is like purple sweet potato, ice cream surrounded by a sweet rice dough. Really good. Gluten-free, keep frozen. And do you know what I did? Because I got two flavours. I did it the same way they did at the restaurant. So they're like these little balls about the size of like – they're bigger than a macaroon or macaron. They're like, um, imagine double the size of that or just under double the size of that. Um, they're kind of like a cookie size, I guess you'd say, a really small cookie size but puffy with ice cream inside. So, the yeah, I tried Purple Yam just because I was fascinated and, again, I'd seen on the all on the Trader Joe's Obsessed pages, really good, and then, of course, strawberry because it was my favourite when we had that out at the sushi park. We got green tea and strawberry mochi. So they're called mochi. I'm sure you can get them in Australia or definitely at like a Japanese specialty grocer. Dangerously good, dangerously good. I was filling up petrol the other day. These are like treat things I tried here. I don't think you can get them in Australia. I was filling up petrol the other day. I'm a sucker for white chocolate. Disclaimer, these are not healthy. Uh, I tried the Twix white, really good cookie bars with caramel and white chocolate. So good old Twix. And then I tried the Kinder... Borneo, is that how you call them? Borneo, white, crispy wafer with creamy nut filling in white chocolate. Ten out of ten. Two little treats. I, I, I intended on like rationing them, didn't, had them both when I got home. So, you know, that's just that. Oh, I haven't even told you. We did a shopping day. I didn't buy a single thing but we did window shopping. We went to Chanel on Robinson which is next to – Ivy. And I just tried on fun Chanel bags. I've never owned or bought a Chanel bag. My dad for my 21st birthday got me a Chanel wallet, which is amazing, but it was lambskin. And so it's retired now because it had better days. And then he got me my Celine wallet that I've currently got for my 30th birthday. So I've had that for five years. So anyway, my um, I, you know, every girl's dream. Well, not every girl's dream. One of my dreams, my history is I used to be a fashion stylist and makeup artist. So I love fashion, and usually that's how I will celebrate or treat myself. So I was like, I'd love to just check out Chanel and see what's there. Chanel bags are a lot more expensive than like a Louis bag, or, you know, I find Chanel and Dior are kind of like the real Spencer ones, but it's so much fun. So we tried on, I tried on this like a furry, uh it was ma- it wasn't made from fur but it was like soft um i don't know the word shearing spell was calling it shearing like um sheared sheep yeah so i tried on this little furry um number which was amazing but really wintry and i'm like ah oh, i'm like la is summer byron bay is summer i like it's not going to fit in my style of wardrobe at all and then um tried on a like red fabric one which was really fun but it wasn't exactly what I felt like and then a baby little tiny weenie furry red, again that sheiling thing red and it was like quilted and on the sides and too tiny. A tiny bags aren't my vibe. I love totes and I love bigger bags and I love a handbag but I, I'm not tiny bags. They just don't do it for me. Some girls can totally rock it. I just don't think I can. Uh, so we went to Chanel and Robinson and then we went to see Chanel on Wilshire but there was like over an hour queue. So because of COVID, obviously you have to be fully masked but they only let a certain amount of people in at any one time into Chanel. So we then went down to Saxon 5th which is just off Rodeo Drive and then I think it's called Neiman's something or rather. It's again like a department store. And sussed out Chanel at both of them, which was really fun. Cause each basically each Chanel has a different, has a different hidden range. Oh, and did you know I had no idea. You ask what they've got hidden. Like there's everything that's on the floor. And then you're like, hey, what's in the can I have a look at what's in there? They've got cupboards and it's got all these different colours and different versions of stuff. I had no idea, mind blown. And that's what happened when we went to Louis Vuitton. A few weeks back when I handed in my manuscript and boss had surprised me by getting me that pouch set and um, it wasn't on the floor and I just showed a picture to the girl and she was like, yeah, I've got one left. And they opened this little cupboard and there's like all these extra things. I had no idea. Game Changer. I think all of them do it. I saw at Dior they were doing it too because I was looking at those big, beautiful Dior totes but they're, again, they're a bit like Chanel. They're quite quite much dearer than some of the other brands but you didn't expect me to be doing like a fashionista chat on this pod. Um, but, again, they were bringing me stuff out from downstairs and I was like, what is this language and lingo that I had no idea about? Uh, so that's kind of my update for you. I did make a list, let me see, I've got it here, of things I want to do. There is a rumour that um, California will go back into lockdown potentially soon or maybe like at the start of when it gets colder, which is October, not colder but, you know, winter season. Like I have a feeling Australia will turn a corner September, October and I think that's when it's going to be harder for people on the other side of the world because you're moving into the colder months, but uh, I still have a list of things I want to do while we're not in lockdown and we're allowed to. I'd love to go to Malibu. I think I've been once to an event at Nobu, I think, years ago, but other than that I've never been, so I'm pretending I haven't been for that because I don't remember. Uh, I've heard there's beautiful hikes at Topanga. I'd love to do that. Uh, I really want to go to Universal Studio and Harry Potter World. I really want to get Boss a present from Harry Potter World because he's – a humongous Harry Potter fan and he's already binge-watched, I think on Australian Netflix it's been on, he's already binge-watched Harry Potter. He's in the middle of binge-watching Lord of the Rings. Fun fact, you know we get different Netflix here in America. I was so excited for Animal Kingdom and that's season five and uh, you guys have it on Netflix. In America, no, it's like on Hulu or something else so you don't get it on Netflix. So that's something to look forward to in quarantine, finding the silver linings fun fact a friend I was just chatting to she's like yeah I shot for Animal Kingdom last week and I was like what at acting school obviously everyone here I just feel like it's like a melting pot of creatives and people doing amazing stuff Uh, and even on the pod I've been interviewing people I've really been focused on local talent for the podcast really really and it's been so much fun. It's been harder though because nobody kn- nobody knows me here. So I've got zero currency and you're kind of just like really calling favors. If you meet someone and they've got a cool vibe and their story seems really cool, you're kind of like, hey, can I get you on the pod? And people have been amazing. So on this Monday that's just been, you will have had Elke Berry, who's really cool, Aussie actor out here working her butt off. And then – Monday coming out after this, you've got Scott Tweedy who is an Australian TV presenter, super funny, super charismatic, full-blown entertainer, like TV host, TV presenter, entertainer, talks about, like, how he, like, would always look up to Ryan Seacrest. So watch Ryan Seacrest prep for red carpets and he he reached out to his producers because they would, while he would prep for the Oscars or, you know, the Grammys, they'd have flip cards for him to help him learn – you know, about Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt or whatever. And and he made friends with one of the producers and that's kind of how he got signed to E! News here in America. So really cool, like, that opened those doors. So really interesting chat. Also, like, he got the job right before COVID. So he was in New York all of last year's pandemic pretty much. And now he's here in LA chasing the dream. So really inspiring, really cool if you're an Australian and thinking about coming to America. He's pretty candid and open about that, which I loved. Really cool chat. And yeah, all my guests now are LA-based guests from all different walks of life. I just figure while I'm here, I want to give you that energy of dream chasers, that energy of people that feel like anything is possible and I hope that inspires you. Like in Australia I used to and I really hope that I learn this hit and bring it back with me but I used to really fear my age. I'm 35. Oh, my God, it's my birthday next month. <gasps> um, I'm 35 and I used to really fear my age and now I'm like – nobody questions my age here. Everyone's like, go after the career. This is what you want to do. You've got to do it. You've got to go after it. And I just think it's so empowering and I really want you to feel that empowered here. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine, an Aussie friend, and we were talking about passion and career and, and she listened to me and I was like, I really want to host a talk show. I really want to act. I really want to do this, this and this and this. And I love the podcast, you know. And she was like, oh, my God, you are so about career. And I hadn't even realised that that's how I was. And I also talked about how much I love the Bosco and the Cheng, but he's also about career. So we both really are each other's teammates with that and support each other chasing our dreams. But, yeah, as far as, like, settling down and, you know, like, I'm like, oh, when can I do this? When can I, like, it's, it's so weird, but I feel like it's really awakening my true passion and, and calling and whatnot. And I, I, I'm really excited to bring that energy back to Australia. And I'm really excited to bring the book out in Australia, which comes out in the first November. And I really want to tour it. I'm praying Australia is open because I want to share this energy of, You can do anything at any age that you want to. I saw a meme yesterday with Judge Judy. Do you remember Judge Judy? And uh, she goes, if you don't make it in your 20s, you can make it in your 30s. And if you don't make it in your 30s, you can make it in your 40s. And if you don't make it in your 40s, you can make it in your 50s. And if you don't make it in your 50s, you can make it in your 60s. And she just went on and on and and went on about a, a, a painter that was discovered in their 80s. Really cool. Like really, really cool. Like I think it's about cutting that... Uh, society's expectations of what we think we need to do by certain ages. I'd love to like really kind of like cut that down and just uh, inspire people to live free. Oh, I've really turned into a little Oprah rant for you here. Didn't realise I was going to do that. Also, I promised you I'd give you a book review for Breath. I have been reading it every single night and uh, I'm I'm almost halfway through. So I, as I mentioned last week, I don't want to give you the book review until I have finished it and I am determined to finish it for you. It is such an interesting read but it's a slow read. Uh, I've got another book that I'm just so pumped to get into and, of course, while I'm in quarantine uh, in Australia later in the year, I've already like got a list of books I'm going to buy for quarantine. So, oh, isn't it funny, the world that we live in and, you know, I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure I go to Target, buy myself a skipping rope before I go back to Australia, I've got to find ways of getting through quarantine and I I keep getting asked on podcasts as a guest and I've pushed them all till quarantine so that each day I've got something really positive to look forward to because I really don't want my mental health to suffer also if anybody who's listening has done quarantine and has any tips for me please send them my way I'm thinking of ordering like uh really healthy food from places in Sydney as well so if you've got any tips um Again, I'm an OCD Virgo, so I'm planning this way in advance. I'm not coming back till October, but um, bring it on, you know? All right, my friends, big love. Happy Friday. I think this is week 11 of the potto. And I hope you enjoy Monday's app with Scott Tweedy. And of course, I will be checking in with you next Friday. Between now and then, I have more podcast guests to interview. And really interesting stories. I haven't met this guest. I always get nervous when I haven't met the guest before they come on the pod that I'm recording that this Friday. I'm trying to lock in another guest. I've got a meeting with them Thursday. So, yeah, I really, um, I really, really, I really have a fun week of pods and uh, acting school and now I'm going to go and sign off on the final pages of the book, which always makes me nervous because I'm like if I – don't forget anybody in the, in their thank you pages. I have a real fear of that. You don't want to forget your thank yous, you know. Okay, I'm totally rambling. Mega love to you all. Um, thank you for staying in touch on Insta. Thank you for listening to this pod. Thank you for sharing this pod. It means loads and, you know, I really want this pod to grow and become something that helps people and ultimately inspires people. All right, big love. Bye.